This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. Today I'd like to talk to you about blind following. Now this has several aspects to it, and the principal issues we'll talk about today is the material perspective versus the spiritual perspective. Now in general on the material platform, people tend to accept that the government or other authority figures have the right to tell you what to do and to be an obedient citizen. One is supposed to come forward and execute that act without really questioning it. But this is not necessarily moral. Morality means you are responsible to ask the questions of, does this act do harm? We are not here as the human species to enact harm on others. We have the right to defend ourselves, but we do not have the right to aggressively harm others. So our responsibility is to be stewards of the society, stewards of the planet, stewards of the animal and lower species, and be responsible in our decision-making such that we do not cause harm and deteriorate and degrade the standard of life for all the different levels of species. It's your responsibility as an individual not to blindly follow, but to see to it that you are questioning with conscience what is right and what is wrong. So now we enter the spiritual platform because the spiritual level is the only place you can actually get what is right and what is wrong. From the material perspective of life, governments and institutions, organizations, trusts and what have you, all try to put forward what they believe to be is right. But that does not mean that it is absolutely right. Only truth, absolute truth, comes from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is where we derive spiritual guidance, absolute truth, awareness on the true platform of spiritual perspective of life. So we have to stop and take a think about this. Where should we put our faith and obedience? Because obviously it's not safe to put it in fallible humans or self-interested humans, those with another agenda besides that of the human society. So our situation shifts now that we need to come forward and accept a bona fide spiritual master. Now I say bona fide because that means one who is in the disciplic succession. The disciplic succession is described in the Vedic literature as starting with and emanating from the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna himself. And it comes down through his empowered demigods within this universe for the administrative structure application of the codes of laws for the rapid development of the consciousness of those in the human form of life. So we're in that situation where we have to reject fallible perspective of justice and morality, and we have to accept absolute perspective, and that emanates from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As you know, on our program, we recommend you read Bhagavad Gita as it is, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And in that book, the Lord is speaking, and He gives you direct instructions of what He considers to be right and wrong. He explains to you your true predicament, 
our true predicament as eternal living entities in temporary bodies in the temporary material world means that we have an eternal responsibility as well as a temporary material predicament. And to raise ourselves out of this material predicament, which is full of duality and distress and anxiety, we have to have the knowledge emanating from the Lord and get the spiritual perspective. Now, the Lord has designed the disciplic succession such that one master who's realized the Lord's instructions passes it on to its student who becomes a master after realizing the same instructions. And the intent and the responsibility is not to adulterate that as it moves down through the disciple succession and through the ages, always running parallel to the growth and development and transitions of the human society. So, a bona fide spiritual master is one who is in the disciplic succession, who is not deviating, who is not trying to put his own interests into his instructions to the people in general or to his disciples. So we are very fortunate that his divine grace is in the disciplic succession, has taken a vow not to deviate, and has translated his books that have been appreciated all over the planet for their honesty and their strict adherence to the instructions and codes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So this responsibility comes back to you and I in the human form of life. Srila Prabhupada condemns blind following. You're to approach a spiritual master humbly, inquire from him anything that your mind, your intelligence is lacking. I do not understand this. I need to know how that works. What happens if this is a cause and effect? What happens if that is cause and effect? And learn from him what your true best interest is and how to perform that best interest in such a way that it does not impact negatively upon other beings, other species, or others in the human form of life, and especially not in the teachings of the disciplic succession. It must be carried on by you and I, as it is the spiritual master, without adulteration. So from this perspective, we can get absolute knowledge. It's emanating from the absolute truth, the Supreme Lord, the ultimate authority. It has been given and transcribed through a chain of disciplic succession designed by the Lord and protected by the great saints and sages and acharyas throughout the ages and is current in this age where we have the spiritual master and he has written it in books such that it is there for you to consult at any time. And this is for you to then pass on to other inquiring beings in the human form of life and help them understand in proper perspective. The Bhagavad Gita and the Vedic literature are actually the manual for how to live a human form of life and achieve perfection. They're not just some other book of speculation. And Srila Prabhupada says, you must first come to the platform of inquiring what is a bona fide spiritual master? Who is that? Where do I find them? How do I treat them? How do I approach them? And when I learn from them, what is my duty thereafter? This is how the bona fide disciplic succession functions. And if one approaches with that sincere and humble attitude, he derives all 
knowledge. Both material and spiritual perspectives of life become clear and they become cooperative. It does not have to be the material perspective is in competition with the spiritual perspective of life. They can be complementary. When one understands them in proper perspective, everything is complementary. Now, the absolute philosophy given by the Lord in his incarnation as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that the truth is simultaneously one and different. You can see it from the spiritual perspective or you can see it from the material perspective. But it is the same truth. And many aspects of our existence fit into this simple analysis that it is simultaneously the same and different. And if we see both concepts, not just see the differences, not just see the similarities, but we see both of them and recognize that they coexist simultaneously, we become enlightened and we become capable of making informed decisions in our lives that impact others favorably. So this concept of blind following, go do this, okay, yes, sir, this is condemned by the Lord and by the Vedic literature and by the spiritual master and the disciplic succession. You are supposed to question the spiritual master, not challenge, question, why, sir? Not, you don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't agree with that. These egotistic perspectives have to be dropped and you have to recognize that inquiring to learn the answer is done in a humble state and the spiritual master is then inclined to assist you with truth and understanding. So, in both instances, in the material conception of life where someone blindly follows the orders of so-called authorities and does terrible things, or in the spiritual conception of life where one follows the instructions of the spiritual master and does benevolent divine things, discernment is still needed. You need to understand from the spiritual master what is right and what is wrong. And when you understand it, then you can do an activity without confusion and without duplicity. And similarly, you put it on the material platform, you question the motives behind this material instruction, and you can, again, apply the same knowledge you learn from the spiritual master, what is right and what is wrong. Do I wish to cooperate with that, or do I believe it is immoral and correct, and I refuse to act in that way? So this is our responsibility in the human form of life, not to be caught up in following because the numbers of people are also doing it. This is blind following. The truth is not determined by a majority. The truth is determined by its source. And the source of true knowledge is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and He has designed the system of disciplic succession such that the spiritual master is available to you, and in this particular period of our lives, it has been written down in the books, the Bhagavad Gita as it is, Srimad Bhagavatam, etc., all this Vedic literature that give you a vast knowledge, a vast library of knowledge, that you can draw upon for any type of situation you may have experienced in the material world, and at the same time become enlightened to the point that you're able to assist your own liberation from the entanglement of the material world, and at the end of your life go back home, back to Godhead, and put aside this duality of material stress. So our situation is being tested. We're being told, do this, do that. You must 
It's responsible. We have to work together. We have to stand together. You have to do this. You can't go there if you don't have that. You can't talk to people. You can't go there or there. You can't have freedom. You take away your divine rights. Take away your material freedom, rights to travel, to say. These things are being challenged in our society today. And all of it is a test upon you and I to see if we are going to base our decisions on knowledge we receive from disciples' succession, or if we are going to succumb to faulty information that's delivered by people with another agenda. And we see that in so many aspects of our life now. The banks have a different agenda. The government has a different agenda. The uh, pharmaceutical companies have a different agenda. The the food manufacturers have a different agenda. So many of these different agendas are not based on what will uplift the consciousness level of the people. They're exploiting your money. They're exploiting your time or your labor. But from the spiritual perspective of life, every contribution, every action should be such that it uplifts the consciousness of the living entities and brings them to a higher understanding such that they can mature in the human form and finish the cycle of birth and death, attaining liberation in the Supreme to return back home, back to Godhead. So, the spiritual master Srila Prabhupada the Vedic literature from Bhagavad Gita all the way up to disciple succession to the Supreme Lord, they do not condone blind following. They condone wisdom, knowledge, research into the absolute truth, such that you have an understanding that is based on the facts and confirmed by the authorities and, of course, emanating from the Supreme Authority, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. So this method is infallible, but the material conception based on alternative agendas is totally fallible, and it becomes a dangerous situation if the fallible materialists want to eliminate people or take control or centralize power or centralized resources. These things end up anti-human. It does not help in alleviating the struggle for existence so one can sit peacefully and contemplate spiritual knowledge. One can learn spiritual knowledge from the disciple succession and apply that into his life and apply that into his society and reach benefit for everyone, himself and everyone around him. So these are conflicting influences that are happening right now in the human society on the planet Earth. And it's up to you to seek out actual sources of information so you become knowledgeable. And you need to understand how actions cause reactions, such as you can calculate, will this give me a good benefit or a bad benefit? Will this give humanity a good benefit or a bad benefit? With that knowledge, you can make informed decisions, and the amount of errors, the amount of suffering, the amount of mistakes, the amount of confrontations, the amount of battles, all of this can be reduced, and a peaceful condition of life can predominate. Now, the Vedic literature recognizes that for many people, the deprogramming and decontamination or purification, if you will, of their original spiritual divine nature is necessary. 
So the Lord and his wisdom has inaugurated the use of the sound vibration of the Maha Mantra as a purifying force, a purifying method, where any one of us can employ that to free us from the contaminations of lust, anger, greed, etc. that accumulate in the heart, the mind, and the senses and make us clouded and unable to make proper decisions understanding through knowledge what those decisions will cause as a result. So if we take the knowledge from the spiritual master and the knowledge from the Lord in the Bhagavad Gita, and we couple it with the vibration of the Maha Mantra for purification of the contamination we've previously accumulated, we have a powerful pair of tools that leads us into self-realization, freedom from anxiety and fear and doubt, and lifts us to the perspective where we see things in proper perspective, and we have the ability to contribute to the human society and support those people who don't have this knowledge and are in anxiety or the victims of people with alternative agendas. We see in our society right now that the parents are having to protect their children from attacks from pharmaceutical companies, from uh, neglect in education system, from uh, contamination and abuse in the social system and in their peers. There's a host of different negative influences that are centering upon the children and the responsibility of the parent is heightened. They have to take extra precaution. Just like you go out in the morning and you see, oh, it's raining, put on a raincoat and proceed with your life but don't ignore it and allow it to contaminate your day. Similarly, we're in a situation where we have people with alternative motives that are contaminating the lives of the children. So the parents must be very diligent. And this is all described in the Vedic literature. There is a, a story in the Vedic literature of how a particular parent was trying to kill his son because the son didn't agree with the parent's philosophy. But the son was pure and noble and honest and simple, and so he was protected by the Lord. So that is our responsibility. If the children are under threat, we must protect them. And the Lord has exhibited this pastime of giving protection to a young child, I think five years old it was, as an example for us to give protection to our five-year-olds or whatever, because there are others on the outside of our society who go out of their way to exploit the vulnerable. Yet the responsibility of the parent is to protect the child, educate the child, give them a discerning power and ability such that they can see things in proper perspective, they can discern who is my friend and who is not, and they can protect themselves as they mature and take the reins of their own life. So we're seeing that test is happening in the human society currently. There are a variety of things that are aimed at the children. There's horrible cartoons instead of funny. They're disgusting. There's other television productions that are the same thing. Similarly, there are smartphones that should never be given to children because of the emanations of the phone and the EMFs that can alter the brainwave patterns of children very easily during their developmental years. 
So there is a different type and a constantly mutating type of, let's call them attacks upon the younger species that require the adult's responsibility to protect the children in this type of a situation. So our responsibility is not to be a blind follower because we cannot give assistance to others if we are not educated to the point of knowledge and we do not have a firm understanding of right and wrong ourselves. So this is why the Vedic literature says in the human form of life we must inquire as to our true situation. Who am I? Why am I here? How did I get here? What am I made of? What is my duty? How do I act? How does a man of good intelligence act? How does a fool act such that I can see both and I can identify both and then drive and direct my life such that I gravitate toward the intelligent, the capable, the benevolent beings that are in my social circle and give protection to me, myself, women, children, the vulnerable, the aged, and society can move smoothly and comfortably, peacefully, to such an extent that everyone has time to understand their responsibility in the human form of life, can become a self-realized and a God-realized human being, and contribute wholeheartedly and completely to the experience of human life. So this is our responsibility. With spiritual realization, not only comes knowledge, awareness, and realization, but comes responsibility. And this responsibility is needed now in our human form of life. We are continually encouraging you, read the Vedic literature, Bhagavad Gita as it is. Employ the uh, energies of the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And taste the spiritual energy, the spiritual ecstasy contained. This is the great opportunity that the Vedic literature has been holding and distributing throughout the existence of the human societies and it is here available to you and I today now by the grace of the spiritual master so don't hesitate to inquire humbly patiently to learn and then turn around and give assistance and protection where it's needed because now it is needed we can see it in our everyday life Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.